As a family played games with their visiting relatives in the living room, an unusual sound pierced the still night. The adults exchanged glances. Men shut the windows and drew the curtains. The children clustered together and asked what that sound was. Nothing, their grandmother said. It was just getting cold. She noticed the clock and suggested it was time for bed. The children quietly followed their mothers while the men cleaned up and kept an eye on the draped windows. The sound was the Brujo's gruesome servant, the Imbunche. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 128, The Brujo's Gruesome Servant, The Imbunche. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. A big mahalo nui loa to all of you who purchased our Legends from the Pacific, book one, and left a rating. I look forward to giving you a shout out for your review. Just click the link in our show notes and purchase our Legends from the Pacific book one today. Later in this episode, your featured song in Hawaiian word. But first, let me share with you the Warlock's gruesome guardian. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Also, just a warning for those that didn't notice our title. Some may find this episode a little gruesome. Imbunche or Invunche loosely translates to deformed person or monster person. The creature is a deformed human who guards a blue hole's cave. If you recall, way back in our episode 9 about the phantom ship El Caleuche, Brujo are warlocks. Imbunche are created by Brujo, who disfigure a baby that's just a few weeks old. Brujo acquired these infants by stealing them or from people wanting a favor or money, or the babies are the brujo's offspring. The brujo disfigures the baby so their head is backwards and limbs are disjointed. Brujo cut its tongue to make it forked, and cut holes in the body to push its limbs through. Imbunche are said to stand on two hands and one leg, since their other leg is attached to their back. Or front. You know, since its head is backwards. Regardless, the Mbunche looks like a victim of a horrible twister accident. Yay jokes to lighten things up. Left foot blue, left foot blue. Who's got their foot on the blue? Anywho, the Brujo raised the creature on milk from black cats or goats until it eats human meat from fresh graveyard corpses. In rare cases, the Mbunche does its master's bidding but the creature mainly guards the Brujo's cave, which can be near or at the bottom of a lake. The Brujo bathes it in an oil made from humans, which makes the creature hairy and capable of living up to 150 years. The animal-like Imbunche is also physically strong, uses sound to communicate, can leap far distances, while its appearance can drive people into madness. That being said, 
The Mbunche is mainly a deformed human, meaning it's susceptible to standard weapons, including firearms. It should be noted, certain plants like the box leaf azera may protect people. Now, some research suggests the Mbunche has a pet, the El Cuero, which is the stingray-like creature with snail-like eyes that we covered in episode 24. Individuals seeking entry to the Brujo's cave can gain admittance by bowing to the Mbunche and kissing its butt. Guess you'll think of that term differently. I know I do. The card said the sleeping infant was a couple weeks old, but he still didn't think it looked like him or his wife. He held her memory until the tears started. He was getting better, but that didn't make things right. They said it was an accident, but if he was with her, maybe she'd be here instead of a baby that doesn't look like them. It doesn't matter though, things will be different in an hour. He went over what he'd asked the Brujo in exchange for that baby. If the Brujo refused, he'd find another. A month ago, he thought Brujos were something told to scare children. But now he understood others before him and what he would do to see her again. He didn't want to look anxious. And if the stories were true, babies are hard to find. He'll make them wait. The nurses were called away. He went to the baby and picked it up. It stretched, squirmed, and opened its eyes. His wife's soft eyes froze him. Below her eyes was his nose. Her cheeks flanked it, and his brow peaked beneath the blue cap. His mobile phone vibrated in his pocket. He quickly replaced the child. He was very late for his meeting. But it didn't matter. He wasn't giving up his son. Things were going to be really tight to provide for him, but he'll think about money later. His mind raced with various weapons he had and if they were effective against a brujo. He accepted the call. The heat and rage of what they would do to make his beautiful son into a monster funneled into a yes. The caller identified themselves. He didn't recognize them and asked them to repeat themselves. It was his boss asking how things were. He apologized and confessed things were a blur. His boss said he understood, heard what happened, and offered his condolences. He bit his lip, held some tears, and thanked him. His boss said it was a rough way approaching things, but offered him a supervisory role with increased pay, fewer hours, more days off, and a signing bonus. The man's jaw dropped. His boss asked if he was there. He said he was and accepted the position. He monitored the shadows, but only found success as he became the best sibling, friend, boss, and father in town. Do you know who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele? Or who the Hawaiian god of poison was? Become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to hear these rare stories, enjoy early access to our episodes, and other nifty benefits. So click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Today, Mbunche have been a popular creature that graces the pages of books and comic book celebrity Alan Moore, 
used it as an antagonist for Swamp Thing and Constantine, where the creature was known as the Invunche. While all this may seem far-fetched, it's been documented that people have seen Imbunche as recent as 1880. The 1880s real-life events were highly documented because of situations involving Brujo, but that's a story for another time. So, what'd we learn? It's crazy that such a creature was documented as recent as 1880, so I can't help but feel there's been recent unreported sightings. Also, I feel the Imbunche in all its disjointed grotesqueness is a symbol of a person who lost their humanity for madness. While the Imbunche was forced into madness, we sometimes forget how easily we can lose our humanity for madness. As the Joker said, all it takes is a little push. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Can't Take My Eyes Off You by Chris Fuchigami, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is kua. Kua means back, rear, or carry on someone's back. An example of kua is Yoda was kua by Luke. Once again, kua is Hawaiian for back, rear, or carry on someone's back. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! 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 Hui 